What's up, everyone? Welcome to the next episode of the PR Fit Podcast. I am your host, as always, Ricky Perez. Thank you for joining me. For those of you that might be new to the podcast, again, my name is Ricky. I am the founder of PR Fitness Training. We are one of the fastest growing online coaching, fitness coaching companies. And I make all this content, I put this podcast together, all, you know, Instagram, Facebook, any content that you see me put out is with the sole purpose of helping you work smarter and not harder in fitness. It is hard enough, you know, working out, eating correctly, you know, those things are hard. So we need to make sure we are doing them correctly because if not, you get in the danger zone, which I always harp about if you know me and my content, the danger zone of just spinning our tires, working harder, not smarter. And that is an absolutely miserable place to be. You don't want to be working out hard, you know, thinking you're eating healthy and not getting results. We don't want to do that. You know, again, it's a miserable place and I make all this content to help you navigate around that with the sole purpose of getting to your fitness goals. Guy, that's what we're all about here at PR Fitness Training. So again, welcome to the podcast. I'm doing a little new thing. This is going to go on YouTube. Okay, so this will go on my YouTube. If you want to watch the video version of it, I will have it up on there. Um, also, I'm going to try to keep these. I'm going to do my best to keep these 20 minutes or shorter. Okay. Then you can dive in, you can get some good information, and then you can move on to the next one or go back through it. I just feel like even for myself personally with podcasts that I listen to, when it's an hour plus long, I get through like 30 minutes of it and my brain just starts like wandering off and I got to rewind. I can't figure it out. So moral of the story, I'm going to try to keep these short, 20 minutes max, and let's just hammer through some great information and hopefully you learn something today. So Today's podcast is about the body metrics, okay? Specifically, the body metrics that you should be monitoring along your fitness journey, okay? There's a lot of metrics. Um, I'm gonna basically tell you exactly, I'm gonna tell you the metrics that you need to be monitoring and why they're important. Um, and I'm gonna tell you specifically the one metric that we do not care about, okay? These metrics are what I use with my clients to help. Um, help us keep track of our progress moving forward. You know, we got to have, you got to have metrics to monitor to see, you know, how we're doing. The biggest thing with me and especially as, you know, with my, my coaching company in general is I always say we have to have data, okay? We have to have data to refer back to. We, you know, we got to get rid of this guessing, uh, whether it's from a training standpoint, whether it's from a nutrition standpoint, but we need data to refer back to to see how the journey is going. And more importantly, to understand what needs to be tweaked if we're not seeing results, okay? And again, if we're just guessing and not keeping track of data or not doing, you know, not training correctly, not eating correctly, but we aren't tracking any of that, then it makes it very difficult to understand what needs to be changed to get to our goal, okay? So let's go through the body, let's go through the body metrics that you should be monitoring along your fitness progress or along your fitness um, journey especially, especially if you have a serious goal, especially if you have a weight loss goal, okay? So let me take you through, there's gonna be three metrics that we are going to wanna to, uh, track along our fitness journey, and then there's gonna be one specifically that we do not care about. So do not get too caught up with this metric. I'll go over that um, towards the end. If you hear some snores or some oinks, Wince, my French Bulldog is sitting right at my feet and you know he, he's sleeping, so I'm sorry about that. So let's go through them here, body, uh, body metrics. 
I'm gonna go over the first three that you should be monitoring first, and then I'll talk about the one at the end. And I wanna kinda give you, you know, you, I want you to understand the big picture of this, okay? The big picture is there is not one metric that is gonna give you, that's gonna paint the entire story for you, okay? When I, what I mean by that is there's not, even these first three I go over, if you only keep track of one of them, it's not gonna give you the whole story. It's not gonna be like, you know, the end all be all. The point of this podcast is for you to understand that, okay, you need to use these three metrics. And when you keep track of these three metrics that I'm about to go over, it's gonna paint the entire story of how we are progressing or how we're not progressing. Um, but it's gonna give you very detailed information on what needs to be done, okay? The first metric that we need to track, okay? And sometimes controversial, but the first metric that we need to track is your body weight, okay? I hear all the time, you know, sometimes you guys might take my information out of context and think, oh, body weight's not important. Body weight is important to, to track, but let's understand how to do it correctly, okay? If you are someone with a weight loss goal, maybe you some have, or you're someone that has a lot of body weight, body weight to lose, your body weight should be coming down, okay? Let's clarify that first. If you're someone that's obese, you're someone that has like, you know, 10, 20, 30 plus pounds to lose, your body weight should be decreasing over time, okay? Now, the common misconception I get with this is if I'm talking to someone that's, you know, 30, 40 pounds overweight, and they're saying, you know, you know, usually they're explaining what they're doing to me or what they've been doing in the past, and I'll be like, okay, so like how, you know, what's the weight look like as the weight come down? And people get this confused. They'll be like, no, like the weight hasn't come down at all, but I think it's because I'm gaining muscle mass um, so it's just, so it's just evening it out, okay? Let's be let me be very clear about who who that applies to and who that does not apply to. If you're someone that has a lot of body weight to lose, and I'm gonna say 10 plus pounds to lose, you your weight should be coming down, even if we're gaining muscle mass, okay? So if, especially if you're someone that's 30 pounds overweight and you're like, oh no, it's just being replaced by muscle. It's not, okay? It, it means you're not correctly in a calorie deficit, which is, you know, I make a bunch of videos on that. But what I want you to understand is if you're someone that's in that boat where you're like, hey, I have kind of a lot of weight to lose and you're kind of staying stagnant, you're not losing weight. You're not losing body fat. You're not, you know, you're not losing weight. That's what I want you to understand. Um, that would apply to someone who probably doesn't really have any weight to lose. Maybe there's someone that hasn't been lifting a lot. Maybe there's someone that's like, they're not underweight, they're not overweight, they just need to shift a change in their body composition, which I'll talk to, which I'll talk about more in this podcast. But that, in that scenario, with someone who has low body fat percentage and um, they're just trying to like look leaner in the mirror, they might not lose weight, okay? But they're gonna be progressing, okay? Now, if you're someone that's overweight, that does not apply to you, okay? Your weight should be coming down. So the reason why your body weight is important to track is Again, that weight should be coming down over, over time. And it's important that we monitor it because what I try to avoid with, especially with my clients, is we want to, you know, this is kind of everyone's personal preference. Some people get freaked out with body weight. Some people could care less. If you're someone that gets freaked out and this stresses you out weighing yourself, I would still suggest weighing yourself. I don't think it is a good idea to just completely avoid the scale and not weigh yourself. Um, because again, we need data re to refer back to. 
So if you're someone that, that, that freaks you out, I would suggest weighing yourself a minimum of once every two weeks. Okay. That might sound like a lot to you. Maybe it doesn't sound like a lot to you, but at least once every two weeks, um, then you can get two weights per month type deal. Um, but the problem with just never weighing yourself at all is if you, you know, say you weigh yourself today, you don't weigh yourself for three months. It's even, in my opinion, it's even more detrimental to step on that scale 90 days from now and be the same weight. Um, that's way, you know, that's way harder on you mentally than it is to do it every, every two weeks. The other thing is we need to know if, if we're not losing weight, we need to know that before 90 days goes by. Okay. If we're weighing ourselves once every two weeks, you know, by the set, by the end of the first month, if nothing's changed, then we can make changes and we need to make changes sooner than later. If you wait 90 days before you weigh yourself again, it just kind of adds to the stress in my opinion. Um, but just understand that you need data to refer back to. So don't, you know, in my opinion, do not wait long periods of time of weighing yourself. Um, now, if you're someone that does it, you know, there, it's not overly, um, stressed out by weighing themselves, then, you know, I have some clients that will weigh themselves every single day. I have clients that will weigh themselves once a week. I personally weigh myself, you know, probably once every 10 days. Um, but you know, let me kind of touch on the second layer of this is your body weight is going to fluctuate. And the reason why we cannot just operate off of, of body weight is, is because of that. There's going to be fluctuations, um, you know, based on what we ate that day, based on how much we drank that day, day, maybe we're dehydrated in the morning, you're going to wake up. You're going to tend to be lighter in the morning because we're dehydrated. You weigh yourself, you know, seven hours later after we had two meals and we've been drinking water, we might be three pounds heavier. What you need to understand and what I want you to take from this podcast is if you weigh yourself in the morning, say you're 160, you weigh yourself in the afternoon, you're 165 for a lot of people that is like a huge mental you know, burden on them. And what I want you to understand is that's just normal fluctuation, okay? You did not gain five pounds of body fat over the past six hours, okay? It'd be foolish to, to uh, get overly stressed out about that because you did not gain body fat over the last five hours. In the same way that if you weighed yourself and you're 165 and you went and got in the sauna and you did a short workout and you weighed yourself and now you're 160, it would be foolish to think that you burned five pounds of body fat over the course of that hour, hour and a half long workout, okay? You didn't. So understand how to correctly use body weight and how, to, and how you should be operating. And how you should be operating is weigh yourself every two weeks, keep track of it in MyFitnessPal, I have my clients keep track of it in the, the PR Fitness app. And then we just have data to refer back to over time. A lot of times for people who you know are on their weight loss journey, a lot of times it is not going to be linear. Sometimes it is. Okay, I don't want to rule it out completely. Sometimes that that's you know that weight does just come drop straight down. But most of the time it's going to be up, it's going to be down, it's going to be up, it's going to be down. But more most important thing is where is it trending? It should always be trending down. You might be 165, 162. 164, 163, 167, 162, you know, whatever it might be, but that trend as we get more data points should be trending in the right direction, um, which if you have a weight loss goal, that's trending down, obviously. Okay, so the important thing with this first metric is learn how to correctly use it. Don't get overstressed out. 
understand that if your your weight is going to fluctuate, okay? If you gained 5 pounds in a day, you did not gain 5 pounds of body fat. So, you know, just don't think like that. Don't let it be a burden on your mind like that. Vice versa, if you lost 5 pounds in a day, you know, you actually didn't lose 5 pounds of body fat. Now, what I want you to understand with uh, what I want you to understand with this is body weight again is not the end all be all. Okay, how do we correctly use it? We correctly use it by understanding that if you have a weight loss goal, and I tell clients this all the time, I, I tell prospects all this this all the time. If your goal is to lose weight, your goal is not solely to lose weight. Your goal is to lose weight by changing your body composition, and your body composition is what makes up your body weight. Okay. Now, the example I always use to drive this home is if I talk to somebody and they're like, Ricky, I want to lose 10 pounds. I say, okay, great. What we need to understand is our goal of losing 10 pounds is not just to see 10 less pounds on the scale. Okay. Our goal is to change our body composition. And to drive this home is if you want to lose 10 pounds and you, and you went and just jumped in the sauna, okay, say you sat in the sauna for three hours, you got out, you got on the scale. You went from 165 to 155. Is your goal accomplished now? I mean, just think, think, you know, take a second and think about that. Have you accomplished your goal from, from losing 10 pounds? On paper, on the scale, yes. Now, did you actually? No, okay? And again, this is where body composition comes into play because how we lose, how we lose weight matters. We want to lose body fat. We want to maintain and gain muscle mass along the way because... You know, it's not just solely on the weight on the scale, and that's what I'm really trying to drive home to you right now. Okay, so first body metric that we're going to track is weight. Use it correctly. Don't over obsess on it, but we do need to get weight periodically. The second metric that you need to be tracking along your journey is going to be your body fat percentage. Okay, and this is where it gets. Uh, a little bit confusing, but like, let me, let me do my best to explain this for you. So we're keeping track of our body weight. A lot of scales are going to give you a body weight. Obviously it's going to give you your, your weight in pounds and it's going to give you a body fat percentage. Now, before we freak out, before you say, Ricky, you know, people tell me all the time, body fat percentage scales, they're BS, whatever, they're inaccurate, whatever. Hear me out on this. Okay. I have my clients track their body fat percentage. And this is how I, this is, in my opinion, the most ideal way to do it. Get yourself a scale. You can get a cheap scale off of Amazon, okay? Um, I can, you know, tag, I can tag one of the scales in the, in the notes below. Um, I believe I have like a Weight Watcher scale off Amazon. I don't know what it is. But the point is, get yourself a scale that does body fat percentage and use that, and use that scale for every single one of your weigh-ins. Now, I explain this a lot to people. I have a scale here at my house. It, you stand on it, obviously, with your feet, and it's going to give you an electrical impedance. It's going to guess your body fat percentage. It has my body fat percentage around 16%. Am I 16% body fat? I'm not 100% sure. I, I would think I'm probably a little bit below that. Maybe I am 16%. Regardless, this is what's not important. Um, if it is inaccurate, it is always going to be consistently inaccurate. And what I mean by that is... When I get on that scale, okay, say it says I'm 16% body fat. Say I get on it tomorrow. It's not going to say I'm 26% body fat. It's not going to say I'm 9% body fat. It's going to, it's, I'm still going to be around 16%. Now, 
Now, what I've noticed for myself and for everyone that I've had you, you know, track their body fat percentages, as we lose weight, as we progress closer to our goal, that number is going to come down. Okay, so if I get on there three weeks from now, I'm eating in a calorie deficit, I'm noticeably leaner, I'm gonna get on that scale, it's gonna say I'm 12.5%. Okay. Point is, don't get overly obsessed with the number on the scale, um, but understand that it's going to be accurate. Um, and as you lose body fat, the number is going to come down. Okay, you're not going to get on there. It's not going to widely fluctuate like your body weight fluctuates. Is what is what I'm trying to say. So, as we're losing body fat, that number will come down. Now, it's important that you use the same one every single time because if you don't, then you're going to get very different readings. And what I mean that by that is, I've used my scale. Um, again, I'm standing on it. It gives me says I'm 16%. I've used hand scales in the past. And the hand scale has told me that I'm like 9%. When the when the scale that I stand on where it's taking it through my feet tells me I'm like 14%, okay? So we don't wanna run into that problem where it's like, okay, I weighed myself and I'm 14, then I use a different scale, it says I'm nine, What it, what is it? Use the same one, okay? Use the same one and use it consistently. Um, and I promise you it's gonna, be, it's gonna be as accurate as you can get it, okay? Don't overthink this stuff. Now, why do we even wanna keep track of our body fat percentage? We want to keep track of our body fat percentage because it's important to know how much of our body weight is made up of fat. And again, this all comes back to us monitoring our body composition as a whole. I'm going to say it a million times in this podcast, we want less body fat, we want more muscle mass. That's what's going to allow you to look leaner, look stronger, um, look more desirable in the mirror. That's the look that you're going for. Okay, So we've, we have our weight. Okay, we have our weight in pounds, which I just talked about. Now we have our body fat percentage that we can take into consideration. Again, if you're someone that has a weight loss goal, you have 10, 20, 30 pounds to lose, your body fat, um, or sorry, your weight should be coming down, your body fat percentage should as well be coming down. Okay? Now, I'm just gonna give rough numbers here. Like don't don't freak out if you're close or not close to these. Everyone is different, kind of depends on their goal. A good number to, you know, the normal, quote unquote, normal range for a male is around like 18% body fat. The quote unquote normal range for a female is around 20% body fat. Now, don't freak out if you're if you're there, you're not there, whatever. These are just like general, general uh, metrics to aim for. But what's important is, are, is our body fat trending downward, okay? So the slight differences, there will be slight differences in, in male versus female, okay? Obviously, let's just think about it. Females have naturally have more body fat on, on their body, okay? So you know, if you're a female, don't freak out you know, if you're like 22%, 24%, whatever it is. Obviously, you know, females have, have boobs, guys don't have boobs, so they're gonna hold more, uh, more body fat. Um, which is why the normal range for females is like 20, the normal range for guys is like 18, okay? Regardless, what I want you to understand through listening to this podcast is we wanna monitor our weight in pounds and we wanna monitor our body fat, okay? Now we have kind of two layers to the story. We're seeing what our weight is, we're seeing what our body fat percentage is. Um, you know, again, if we have a lot of muscle, or we have a lot of body fat to lose, both of those numbers should be coming down. So those are two. The third one that I'm gonna wrap up here with is the third the third metric that we need to also consider is probably the in my opinion the most important one because it's the most telling and that is progress pictures okay 
everyone hates to take progress pictures. I get it. Okay, especially if you don't feel great about yourself, you don't want to. You don't want to take. You don't want to document the picture in the mirror. Okay, I promise you, your future self will thank you if you take a progress picture because you're going to vastly see the difference. Now, this, you know, again, not any one of these tells the entire story, but if I was going to just choose one, progress pictures would be the one. Okay. A lot of times I've seen this in many instances where with clients, you know, we get through week two, three, whatever it is, we step on the scale. Oh, Ricky, I'm only down two pounds. Okay, cool. What's the body fat percentage? Uh, body fat percentage is, you know, down a percent. Okay, cool. There's two metrics. You know, did we update our before and after pictures? Yeah, I'll, I'll update the pictures. We update the pictures and I'm like, yo, there's a night and day difference between these two pictures. And then you put them side by side for them and they're like, oh wow, yeah, I, I definitely look way leaner. And that is just the beauty of having more data and especially by taking your, your uh, taking progress pictures, okay? Take them in good lighting. I suggest taking a front view, side view, and back view, okay? It's gonna give you a good depiction of what your body is looking like and how your body has changed. I'm not joking, like I can, there's just, tons of scenarios with clients, whether it was good news, whether they thought they were doing great, whether they thought they were doing bad, where we plug in those uh, progress pictures and it starts showing the bigger picture and we're like, wow, we're making some good progress here, okay? You know, the, the most famous, most famous, I don't know if that, that's, whatever. A, a great example is, you know, the before and after pictures I have on our website at, you know, trainpurefitness.com. I recently uploaded um, Adam's before and after pictures and he went through the, my entire online coaching program. The big thing I wanted to highlight about his pictures are they're very drastic, okay? There's a big, big change in how he looks in the mirror. I mean, he is super lean on the, you know, on the after picture um, compared to the first one. Now, if you only, you know, the difference between those two pictures, a lot of people would think is like, oh, that's definitely 20 plus pounds of weight change. At the end of the day, that was eight pounds, okay? So... You know, in Adam's mind, if he was doing this on his own and he just used the weight, you know, eight pounds is nothing, is not shabby at all. Like that's a good amount of weight. But, you know, he might be like, oh, I only lost like eight pounds. When you put them all together and we see that he lost eight pounds and his body fat percentage went down. And then on top of that, the biggest, you know, thing that really nailed it home is like, dude, look how drastically different you look in the mirror. That is what I'm trying to get through to you on this podcast here. When you line up the body weight, the body fat percentage, and then you take those before and after pictures, it's gonna paint as close to the full picture as we can get, okay? Um, and, you know, again, he looked night and day difference in the mirror. You could tell that he had lost a lot of body fat. He had gained muscle mass. Um, and he, you know, it played out to be eight pounds on the scale. It played out to be a couple percentage points in body fat percentage. But most importantly, again, most of us are just working to look better in the mirror. Everyone wants to just look better naked. So most importantly, when he looked at those before and after pictures, it was like, dude, you look like a completely different person. And that's what most of us are out to accomplish. You know, nine out of 10 people listening to this podcast right now, that's probably your goal is like, hey, I just want to change how I look in the mirror. Okay. So I hope this made sense to you. Um, you know, again, number one is let's track our body weight. You should be doing it, you know as often as you're as you're able to if you don't want like doing it i would recommend at least twice per month check your body weight okay number two we need to be checking our body fat percentage 
And number three, we need to be taking before and after pictures or progress pictures in the mirror. Now, why, why are we doing all three of those? We're doing all three of those because we want to see that gives us the best picture of our body, or sorry, our body composition, okay? And I'm gonna keep harping on this. Your body composition is what makes up your weight on the scale, okay? So we need less body fat percentage and to maintain or gain more muscle mass, okay? That, that is what the driving force is to making you look different in the mirror is gonna be your body composition. Now, I've done this on, you know, I'll save this for a different podcast. I, I talk about this all the time about how you can actually change your body fat percentage. I'm just gonna highlight it here so you understand this podcast. If you're someone that wants to change their body fat percentage or body fat comp, I'm sorry, let me rewind. If you're someone that wants to drastically change their body composition, okay, the three things you really need to get locked in, you really need to start doing right away is lifting weights because this is going to help you gain muscle mass and burn body fat. It's locking in a correct nutrition breakdown for your goals. Okay. You need to be eating correctly. Okay. And then number three, you need to be using cardio correctly as a tool. Okay. This is basically what I've built my business around is helping people understand how you need to train your body to look how you want, how you need to eat to look how you want, and then how you need to use cardio to look exactly how you want. Okay. Think of these three things as being like a three-legged stool. If you do not have one of those locked in, the stool falls over, progress is either slow or does not happen because you don't have them all locked in. So that's why I'm kind of vocalizing these metrics to you because the overarching theme of this is for you to understand that, hey, in order for me to get to my goal, in order for me to look better in the mirror, I need to change my body composition, which consists of lifting weights, eating the correct nutrition breakdown, and using cardio correctly as a tool to get to where I want to be, okay? So those were the three metrics that you should be tracking. Ricky, what's the one metric that I should not be tracking? Let me go over it real quickly. That one metric is your BMI, your body mass index. It drives me absolutely insane that companies still use this as, you know, there's been, I have a good friend he, um, who is jacked. He's in really good shape. Carl, he's probably not listening to this, but it's okay. Um, he... He, this was way back in the day, like when we were in college, he was working for Spectrum. And if you guys know Carl, Carl's in really good shape. Okay, Carl's jacked out of his mind. He did not get a bonus at work because he was considered obese. Why was he considered obese? Because BMI, basic, the only premise of BMI is how tall are you and how much do you weigh? Based on those two metrics, they give you a score. You're either you know obese, you're either normal weight or you're underweight, okay? It is so inaccurate and it has nothing to do with your body composition, which is body composition has everything to do with anything fitness related. BMI does not take body composition into effect at all. But moral story is he, he was considered obese and did not get his bonus from Spectrum. And I'm willing to bet that he was probably the most in shape person in his workplace, okay? Now, situations like that are very, few and far between, you know, obviously people are not failing their BMI tests because they're too jacked very often. Um, but I just want to highlight that point because that's the reason why BMI is just basically useless. Okay. We, you know, we don't, again, hopefully you understand we don't necessarily only care about our weight. We care about what's our weight, what's our body fat percentage, and then how do we visibly look in the mirror? Okay. Do we have less body fat? Do we have more muscle mass? Are we looking closer to how we want to look in the mirror? 
That's what I'm trying to drive home to you in this podcast, okay? So again, track your weight, track your body fat percentage, and take those before and after pictures. You know, timeline on before and after pictures, I would take them, you know, once a month maybe, um, or take them whenever you whenever you take your weight or body fat. Um, but it really will give you the full details of like how you are progressing in your fitness journey. Um, so I hope this podcast helped you. Again, if you have any questions on any of this, you know, you can reach out to me on Instagram. Um, my handle is at rickyperez.fit. Um, but yeah, again, if you have any questions with any of this, this is what my company does. This is what I specialize in. So if you're someone that's like, hey, Ricky, you know, I understand these metrics, but I really want to get myself locked in, you know, shoot me a DM on Instagram and I will help, you know, I can kind of talk you through the process of how my online coaching works. Um, but basically we get all this dialed in for you. You know, you get yourself a training program, you get yourself a nutrition breakdown. I hold you accountable, teach you how to successfully navigate the process and we get you to your goal in a very fast amount of time. Okay. Thank you guys again for listening to this podcast. If you have any questions, you can put them down below. Have a great rest of your day and I will see you in the next pos- I will see you in the next podcast. Peace out. Thank you for watching.